Today is Friday, December 16th, 2022. It's been a week and a day since my last podcast, um, as usual. Now, I just want to start off by saying that yesterday, Thursday the 15th, we had our first brush with wintry weather. Now, I've been, I'm still on Twitter, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but on Twitter, I see people like Kathy Bacon, who's posting her pictures of the snow that they got, and people in the Northeast, um, they got snow yesterday, too. And it seems like there's been storms all across the whole country in the last three or four days. As a matter of fact, my in-laws in New Orleans, um, they had a tornado outbreak. I'm, you may have seen that on the news. The tornado came like within blocks of their house, and they were hiding under the staircase um, to, you know, in case the tornado came to them. And it was scary because um, my husband's mother was texting him at the same time and saying, um, the power, the power just went out, and we can hear the wind rattling the windows, and the because they have hurricane um, covers over their windows, and they had rolled those down, um, and it was just kind of scary. Um, we were heading out. When, what what day was that? Was that Wednesday when that went through them? I think it was. Yeah, Wednesday. We were heading out to dinner late in the afternoon, and they were having um, a, a tornado go through. Luckily, it did not. Um, go in their direction towards their house. It went in a slightly left of them, I guess you can say. But the grocery store that they uh, grocery shop at, Winn-Dixie, um, which is right around the, basically right around the corner from their house, was destroyed. So um, scary moments for them with the tornadoes in New Orleans. But for us, when I got here to the East Coast, we had predictions of ice and lots of rain that day. Well, um, all around the area, all around the D.C. area, people were getting ice. And the farther away from the city you were, like a county or two out, the more ice you had. So luckily in D.C., we didn't see any ice whatsoever. It was all rain. But you literally drive 20 minutes outside of the city, and it was like a quarter inch of ice on everything. So lots of school systems had delayed openings and cancellations and stuff, and um, my husband actually had a two hour delay, so that's good. But, um, so that was like our first brush with wintry mix with, I say wintry weather because it was a mix of ice and rain, but not necessarily for us just in the area. Um, I saw a, me- a, a memory on Facebook today saying that we had snow a couple times on this date on the 16th, um, over the, over the time that I've been on Facebook cause I posted pictures I think it was 2010, we had like two inches of snow. Um, And then another time we had a dusting of snow. But anyway, no snow today. It's nice and bright and sunny. And um, it's a little chilly. I think it's what, let me look at the temperature. Oh no, it's actually 49 degrees. So it's not that cold. But we are heading for some really cold weather next week. Um, Towards the end of the weekend, possibly a snowstorm on the day that my husband flies out to New Orleans for the holidays. So... We'll be watching that very closely. So I mentioned Twitter, and I I know I've been talking about this, but I I just I cannot I I can't seem to give it up when I really really should, especially with the couple things that Elon Musk has done in the past couple of days. Earlier this week, I think it was Tuesday, he said that, or maybe it was Monday. I don't know. Earlier this week, he said that Dr. Fauci should should be prosecuted. And, you know, Dr. Fauci lives across the street from me. 
I mean, I can see his house from here. But that is just, that is how um, right-wing Elon Musk is, even though he says he's not, but he is. Um, And then letting all these crazy people back on Twitter who are, you know, throwing hate speech around and uh, COVID uh, deniers and um, election fraud people and all these people on Twitter. I mean, the kind of shit that you see on Twitter is just, I, I can't even, there's so much of it, I can't even really point one out. But then yesterday, I think it was, was it yesterday, last night? I can't remember which day it was. No, it was yesterday. He started banning um, journalists who were reporting his where his uh, private jet was, even though the information is public knowledge of where his private jet is. Some people were just posting it. Actually, it started with a kid who um, had figured out how to follow his jet, and then he was posting it, and he banned that kid. And then all these journalists who were upset that that he banned the kid and for other reasons were were, um, slamming Elon. And so he said, I'm just going to ban them. So now he's, it's like he's creating his own rules for Twitter, he's gotten rid of all these, um, you know, what are they called? Like uh, checks for checks and balances, I guess, for Twitter in terms of content and um, people who are he's letting on there. All these things, and it's like he's just makes making up his own rules. So my dilemma still is there's not really one place to go to. Like um, I know lots of people have moved over to Mastodon and. I am on Mastodon, but I don't really do anything there. Like, I go, and I, like, I'm going to check it right now. I'm going to go to Mastodon. I have no notifications. There's some people. Uh, the one thing I, I, I find interesting is that, um, well, this does happen on Twitter as well. Um, people who I follow, who somehow, the people that I follow, I get to see what their people are following, I guess. Is that it? I don't, I don't remember how it works, but like I, my, um, timeline here is just full of stuff, but these are not people that I follow. They're people that other people follow like, um, Nico Martinez or Nico. I don't, that's not his last name. Is it? Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, he boosted a post from this, um, from this person that I don't even know. So, I mean, it's, it's just, I, I'm not, I'm not used to Mastodon yet. And I can't say that it is, um, the end all be all of, um, you know, like a, a Twitter replacement, I should say. Then I saw, um, that there was this other one. Um, what's it called? Uh, I think veritable Virgo put it on Twitter. I think it was a veritable Virgo. Um, called soci- sociable is that, is that it? Was that what it was? I don't know, but it's you had to whatever it is. It's got there's like a little whale or something, and um, I, I can't think of the name of it now. Anyway, so I clicked on um, what's it called? Join or whatever, or sign up or whatever. Well, they're taking reservations, so you have to wait until you hear back from them to uh, get an account there. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I just I just know that Twitter is uh, in a, it's a horrible place right now. People are, I mean, there's only like a handful of people who are still on it that I follow. 
Um, oh, you know what? I just see this tweet from Veritable Virgo now. He, um, blah, 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 you know me. Downtown. What I can say is that he posted this thing called Spoutable, and it's a little whale is the, is the picture that goes with it. Um, and that's a possible upcoming, it, it hasn't really started yet, but it's, um, you know, an upcoming Twitter-like uh, social network, I guess. Then he also said um, Zoho Social. I don't know about Zoho. Then I see a lot of people are joining this thing called Post, but that's like a microblogging thing, which I know Twitter is a microblogging thing, but I don't know anything about either of these. And I, It just seems like there's not one place that everyone's going that is the Twitter replacement. And because of that, I, I don't want to give up Twitter yet. I'm not really posting anything on Twitter. I think I click on the little heart to like people's posts, but I, I haven't, let me see my thing. The last time I posted on Twitter, oh, was um, December 8th, a week ago, <laughs> when I posted about Taco Thursday, which, by the way, the tacos were delicious. Um, yeah, my husband's not the biggest fan of tacos, but I loved them. Anyway, uh, so that was last Thursday, and most of the stuff that I post is just um, saying that I have a new episode out. So I, I, I don't really know. I don't know what to do. After the journalist thing and after the Fauci thing, I said to, I keep kept saying saying to myself, "That's it. I'm out of here." But then I don't do it. Then I, uh, you know, and the other thing too is I don't know if you, what you know, because when you go to Twitter, you don't really. Um, delete your account or whatever. I think it's called deactivating the account. Let me look here. Because, but does that mean that you can come back to it if it, if things change? Like in settings and support, let's see. Settings and privacy, your account. So they have deactivate your account. So if you click on that, it says this will deactivate your account. You're about to start the process of deactivating your Twitter account. Your display name, blah, 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 will no longer be viewable on Twitter. Uh, you can restore your Twitter account if it was accidentally or wrongfully deactivated for up to 30 days after deactivation. But now this doesn't say, you know, if you just want to change your name, do this. Um, and then you can download your Twitter data. And I don't know that what, what, what is in the Twitter data. Is that every tweet you've ever done? I mean, I don't really know. So... Um, I, I guess I could just keep it and not use it. You know, like like today, I'm not going to post this episode on Twitter. I'm only going to do it on my Facebook group, the Archer Radio Facebook group. By the way, did you know that there's an Archer Radio Facebook group? There is. And if I go to it right now, yeah, it's just Archer Radio, all one word, A-R-C-H-E-R, -E no two R's, just A-R-C-H-E-R -E radio. Um, yeah, go go join us there. I think I have says I have 86 followers there. That's good. So um, some more of you can go over there and join the Facebook page. Um, yeah. All right. So there's that. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm going to stick with Twitter, but I'm not going to use it. Um, I don't know if that's really like a, a smart thing to do or am I being um, too cautious? Um, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm still in a dilemma with Twitter because I really, really, really hate what he, what Elon Musk is saying about, you know, Fauci and 
banning journalists and just just all the shit he does. I I just don't like it. All right, enough about that. Um, okay, so did you see yesterday? Was it yesterday? I keep questioning myself because I don't remember these days. Okay, let's just say recently, which I think was yesterday, <laughs> Donald Trump released his NFT of Trump trading cards, and they cost $99. And I saw today that they're already sold out, which is like, they're digital. You can sell it to everybody you want to. Just I don't, I don't get it. But I don't know if you've seen these uh, Trump trading cards, but they are an exaggeration is the least thing you can say. He had... I don't know. Well, I did hear that um, he just sold his name and likeness for these cards. He didn't, I don't think he had a lot to do with creating them, but he certainly liked them enough to promote them. Um, I can't even imagine who would pay money for them because the pictures are so exaggerated. First of all, they take off about 200 pounds from him and they stretch the skin on his face. And it's kind of like a cartoon, like he's like a superhero in one and he's a, uh, Texas Ranger and another one, and he's an athlete and another one. It's just like, this is such bullshit. Um, of course, I would never spend $99. Actually, and the thing is, I would never buy an NFT. You know, I think it's non fungible. What's the T stand for? I don't know. I would not pay that much for anything um, online. Uh, I mean, that's digital. That's just crazy. Anyway. Um, so that's that was funny, and uh, it got oh, it got a lot of traction on Twitter. These people making fun of them and everything. I just I loved it, of course. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to buy those. And I would be really curious if there's anybody in my listening audience who spent ninety nine dollars on the Trump trading cards. Uh, that would be uh, crazy if you did. And if you did, let me know, of course. Okay, so now I have a little story. So when I retired five years ago. Um, or I should say when I moved in with my husband seven years ago, almost eight years ago, um, you know, we have a common laundry room where you have to, because we don't have washers and dryers in our unit, so you have to go to the laundry room and do your laundry. Well, I kept running into this lady. Um, my husband knew her barely, but I didn't really know her. But, you know, I, I, over these seven, almost eight years, I have met a lot of people in the building and they know me and they know my name and stuff and we talk and all this kind of stuff. Well, one of these ladies, let's just call her, um, let's call her Betsy. Um, well, Betsy is like, well, now she's like 80 years old and I see her in the laundry room all the time and in the hallways and stuff. Well, she's 80 years old and one time recently in the, in the laundry room, she was telling me about her medical conditions that she's have. She has some heart issue I think and um other things and she's she I know she feels like um she's on her own because she's she's never been married she lives by herself and all of her friends are also old ladies um and I know most of them <laughs> anyway Betsy um and, and and over the years we have exchanged phone numbers and email addresses and stuff like that well recently like I guess it was two weeks ago uh, yeah, two weeks ago, I got a call from her and she said, um, I have a favor to ask. I, I hate asking this, but I just don't know what to do. And I said, well, what is it, Betsy? Just tell me. And she said, I would like to ask if you could drive me to my doctor's appointment. And I was like, oh my God, of course. 
you know, I'm retired. I don't have a whole lot of stuff to do. So I said, sure, I will drive you to your doctor's appointment. And then I said, well, well where is it? And she said, oh, it's just up the street because there's a, a medical building up the street. And I was like, oh, okay, well, sure, that's fine. So the day came and she's, she's a little bit like me in terms of OCD in that um, she called me the day of, the morning of, and said, could we go 10 minutes earlier? And I'm like, absolutely, sure. I'll, I'll pick you up in the front of the building and we'll go on up there. So I picked her up in the front of the building and drove her, literally, it was like two minutes up the street and um, dropped her off. And I said, do you want me to come in with you? Do you want me to sit with you? No, 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 no. This is going to take several hours. Well, she, I, I mean, before that, she had explained to me that she had a skin cancer on her leg and it, they had to do this kind of surgery where they scrape it and then look at the mic, look at it under the microphone, microphone. <laughs> the microscope to see if there are cancer cells in it. And then they have to keep scraping it until they get to um, clear, you know, regular skin that, that doesn't have, that isn't, um, that doesn't have cancer cells in it. Um, so she goes, this could take a couple hours. So I, I, you know, I don't want you to have to sit here. And I said, well, I will, if you want me to, I mean, I'll help you fill out the paperwork. And, you know, cause she says, I don't really like to do anything on the computer that they had been bugging her to do all the paperwork on the computer. And she's like, I just don't want to do that. I mean, she's she's relatively computer savvy, but um, she didn't want to sit and, and do this all this stuff online. So I was like, I'll I'll go in and I'll help you fill out the paperwork and everything. She's like, No, 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 no. So I dropped her off and waited until she got inside the building, and then I went home. Well, it was like three hours later. Uh, yeah, about three hours later, she calls and says, "I'm done at the doctor. Can you come and pick me up?" And I was like, "Sure, of course. I'll be there in just a minute." So, you know, I went up and picked her up. And then um, when she gets in the car, I'm like, so how did it go? And she said, well, it turns out that they only had to do one major scraping of the spot on my leg because um, they did the first one and there, there were cancer cells. But then they, you know, in terms of um, how many times I do, I guess I, they scraped twice because the second one, there were no cancer cells. So she didn't have to um, wait that long because um, they, she said that they told her this could be an all day affair. Well, three hours, I'm thinking, well, then that clearly it was not that big of a, I mean, I shouldn't say that not big of a deal because skin cancer is a big deal. And I actually took my own mother to have the same procedure done on her wrist. She had skin cancer on her wrist and they scraped and scraped and scraped. We were there. We were there, basically there all day. But anyway, uh, Betsy wasn't. So um, I picked her up and, um, you know, brought her home and made sure she got in, got into her condo and everything. And then I thought, okay, well, that's it. Well, then I got a nice thank you card put under my door the next day. And she said, I'd love to have you over for tea next week. Uh, this was on a Friday that I took her. So um, the card came on Saturday and she said, I'd like to have you over for tea. And I'm like, well, I don't really drink tea, but sure, I'll come to your house for tea. So she calls me like on Monday and says, what day are you free this week? And I said, I'm pretty pretty open. So she said, how about Wednesday? I said, Wednesday's great. How about two o'clock? Two, two o'clock's great. So... This past Wednesday, two days ago, I went to her house, um, and I, mean, I had been in her, her in her condo before. But it's a really nice condo. I like I like the layout, and she uh, recently renovated her kitchen, renovated her kitchen, and it looks gorgeous. Um, anyway, so we sat and had tea, and sh I had some like organic peppermint tea, peppermint green tea, I think it was. But anyway, I'm not a tea drinker, but the tea was fine. I put a little honey in it to sweeten it up a little bit. Um, and then we just sat there and talked and talked and talked. And she basically told me her whole life story that she, um, 
has one sister who she doesn't talk to because of politics, because Betsy's a liberal lady living in D.C., so, you know, she's very liberal. Um, and then telling me that she was never married, no kids, and her sister was never married, and she has no kids. Um, so, you know, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, is she telling me all this because she is looking for, um, like, someone to leave everything to? And I... I mean, I don't know why I thought that, but that's what came to my head. Um, so anyway, we, we just, <clears throat> excuse me, we just went on and talked and talked for like two and a half hours. And it's like 4.30 now at this time. And I'm like, oh, Betsy, I've got to get going. Uh, my husband and I are going out to dinner tonight. We have reservations at 5.30, so I've got to get going. So she was, I mean, we talked about everything, our careers, education, politics, religion. I mean, all the stuff you probably shouldn't talk about in your one of your first major discussions with people, but um, we're, we basically agreed on everything. So it was cool. Um, so then I'm getting ready to leave and she's like, I am so glad I met you. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad I met you too. So um, she's like, we'll have to get together for tea again. And I said, sure. So, so we left it at that. So last night it was our condo Christmas party and I was expecting to see her at the Christmas party. So uh, it was relatively lame. It was just, you know, some snacks and wine and people were just standing around talking. Well, my husband and I stayed about an hour and then we left. Um, and then I, when we came back upstairs, I texted Betsy and I said, I missed, missed you at the holiday party. Um, I hope all is well. Because I, I told her I was been checking in on her about her um, leg and stuff. Because she also asked me if I would take her to back to the doctor to get her stitches taken out on December 30th. And I said, absolutely, I will do that for you. So anyway, I texted her and, she, you know, my, my text was like two sentences. Her text was three paragraphs long, I swear. I, I can't imagine if she sat there on her phone and typed out all this stuff because she talked about um, basically trying to follow the COVID rules um, about socializing with not um, with unmasked people who are eating and drinking and talking and stuff. So um, that explained why she wasn't there. Then she went on to um, this condo condo board um, situation that we're having. I don't think I've told you about this, but we um, got new key fobs to get in the doors, and they are limiting it to one key fob per person. And before I had four key fobs, one to have in my car, one to take down to the, um, when I go down to do laundry, um, a spare for when my husband's parents are in town and one on my um, car keys. But now I only have one and I hate it. So anyway, she is writing a letter to the board and, and, um, she was asking a whole bunch of questions about how I use my key fobs and all that kind of thing. And then she says that she um, is writing a letter and she wants to wants me to read over it next week before she turns it in. So she says, um, let's have tea and you can um, read my uh, draft of the letter. So I haven't written her back yet, but I'm going to write her back and say, sure, I'll do that. Anyway, my husband thinks I'm having an affair with this 80-year-old lady. 80-year-old <laughs> lady. I mean, he knows Betsy, but... Um, uh, you know, it's, he just, he's making fun of me. I just think she's a really nice lady and, you know, I just want to help her out. I, I, in a way, okay, this is probably true. In a way, she reminds me of my mother 
And remember when my mother was sick before she died, I was taking her to all kinds of doctor's appointments, taking her to get her hair done, taking her to go grocery shopping, all that stuff before she moved down to Tennessee. And, oh, which maybe I never told that story because that was before I started podcasting again. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, so she reminds me a little bit of my mother and I, you know, and I, of course I miss my mother. So I'm, I'm maybe thinking that she's kind of like my mother. So anyway, um, Betsy is so nice and, um, you know, she just, we have a great time chatting. Her career was in education. Mine was in education. We have that in common. Um, as I said, pretty much politics and religion we have in common, although she's an agnostic and I'm an atheist. Um, so, I mean, that's, they're not that far apart. So, um, at least I don't, I don't say, I don't think they are. Anyway, so that's that's my story for today. And, oh, I've been going for 24 minutes. Uh, so I'm going to stop now. So um, let's see. Next week, definitely I will be podcasting because it's the, it's Christmas week or, you know, close to Christmas week. And I have to tell you what, what, what I'll be doing on Christmas, I guess. Anyway, that's all for today. Thanks for listening. And um, hope everything's going well and uh, everyone's safe and happy. And until next time. Bye. This show is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.